0: This week on the Rose Radio Show.
1: You're not gonna go on LinkedIn and see a assistant to a million subscriber YouTube. So the way I got it was I got a job with a talent management called Select. And so, you know, I was on a lot of client text messages and kind of working with these uh, bigger named YouTubers. I think like six months into it, uh, Ava was looking for an assistant and I was on the group chat that she was looking for it. And I feel like the better fit was in this role. And I talked to my boss and a couple of her talent managers and and I feel like we hit it off really well on the Zoom call. And so that's kind of how I got it through a company I previously worked with.
0: Welcome back to Rosé Radio, the best conversations on the internet. My next guest is a fun girl with a big heart, represents an entire generation of young people chasing their dreams and doing something that isn't traditionally expected of them. So we're really excited to have her on. Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Thomas. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. No, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Oh, man. I like to start off with something a little interesting. I've been doing stories the last Mm -hmm. few episodes, but I'm going to switch it up this time. Okay. Okay. So, what do you do for a living?
1: I am a... I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't have anything exciting to say, but I am a social media project manager and assistant to a YouTuber with over 11 million subscribers. Yes.
0: That is very exciting. Mm -hmm. And the reason I bring that up is because... There are a million different studies. Uh, The most interesting one that I saw said that 75% Mm -hmm. of kids between the ages of 6 and 17 want to be influencers when Mm -hmm. they grow up. And I think that's honestly, like, even an under-exaggeration. I've seen bigger and smaller numbers, but that's a pretty conservative estimate. Oh, yeah. Which is why I really think it's so important to have you on, because you're how old? 23.
1: 23,
0: boom, Mm -hmm. fresh out of college, Mm -hmm. and you're right on that path yeah. and i think it's really exciting because you have a really interesting story of how you got there and will really touch and get into it but uh more than anything i want to explain that most unlike uh, most jobs right being an influencer is one of the few jobs where you can kind of just start and be successful mm-hmm. you know they're 12 year old influencers 14 year old influencers and they're people who don't start till they're in their 40s and 50s mm-hmm. but it's kind of there's this weird stigma that if you don't just instantly become successful, you're kind of a failure. Mm. And that there's really only one way to achieve success in the industry. Yeah, The reason why I was so excited to have you on is because you're not the person in front of the camera, but you see every single per- thing that that person does yeah. and what it takes to kind of get there. And mm-hmm. I think that's exciting. So mm-hmm. I would love to start off with you just taking me through, you know, the day in the life of a Hollywood assistant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's super different. I mean, obviously this is my first experience ever working with someone as big as, you know, my boss is. But essentially the day in a life, a lot of it consists of I mean, every day is actually honestly different. That's what makes this job exciting, is that every day I don't really know what we're in for. It could right. be Either it could be, you know, the day to day stuff like taking her G Wagon to the car shop, (laughs) or it could be, you know, filming TikToks or a content shoot day, right? Uh, There was one time we literally rented a sailboat and it was in, I forgot what the place is called, Marina Del Rey. Yeah. So we rented a sailboat and she filmed a video on the boat. And so I had a boat day with her and we got some video. That was a YouTube video. And then another day you'll see us um, filming TikToks. So it's kind of like a, childhood dream come true for me just because i grew up like watching youtube um i worked in so many social media marketing um like agencies and all that so to be able to like help a create content creator you know film tiktoks and these youtube videos for me it's like super exciting because i know that that's where you know my skill sets kind of lie and my passion kind of lies in that area like even if it's assisting someone to create these like amazing fun videos um it's just so exciting yeah but yeah every day is different but it's been really cool to see um and like a self-made multimillionaire like to see the behind the scenes of how she manages all of her brands and you know the communication she has between different managements that she works with too
0: no 100 percent. yeah so you see every element of it so just yeah. for transparency who do you work for
1: Ava Gutowski, or right. as many people know, My Life is Ava. Right. It's funny, right. some people you may think may not know who she is, but when you start singing her song, literally, my life is B. People are like, oh my God, I know who she is. I'm like, yeah. Like, she, I feel like she was one of like the OG. Right. She's more, been in the game for what? For, probably like 10 uh, years it's gonna now? It's going to be her 10, 10 year in uh, November. Wow. Yeah. So.
0: Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. And, and I think it's so interesting. So the question people are always going to ask mm-hmm. before we get into more details on the job is, how'd you get it? How does someone become an assistant to Ava Katastri?
1: It's exactly what they say: connections, yeah. and it's like everything. Networking connections, like that's the only. I mean, I don't want to say it's the only way, but it is a very essential way to get. Um, you're not going to go on LinkedIn and see see a assistant to a million subscriber YouTube. Like you know, that's not what you see on LinkedIn. It's it's a right. lot different. Um, so the way I got it was I graduated last May 2021 and I got a job with a talent management called Select. And so pretty much with them, uh, you know, I was on a lot of client text messages and kind of working with these uh, bigger named YouTubers. Mm. But uh, I think like six months into it, uh, there was like a new opportunity that arise and uh, Ava was looking for an assistant and I was on the group chat that she was looking for it. And, you know, things were, you know, kind of. I feel like the better fit was in this role. And so I was like, I don't know if it's possible for me to like, you know, I already, I just got this role. Like, is mm-hmm. it possible? I feel like that would be a better fit than what I'm doing right now. And so I talked to my boss and a couple of the other, her talent managers. And they were like, you know what? Like, you seem like you'd be a good fit. Let's, let's get you on a little zoom call with her and see if you guys, uh, you know, obviously you have to get along and really vibe with the person you're working with, especially as an assistant. And I feel like we hit it off really well on the zoom call. I was Like, we we had a really good conversation i feel like she liked me and so that's kind of how i got it through a company i previously worked with
0: right so right so so let's let's take it a little bit more detailed so yeah. i think what people miss about being an assistant is you know, and I get this, because when I was an assistant, the only thing you really have to compare it to is kind of like movies. Like, um, yeah. what's what's the one with the girl? She works in New York. Um, I
1: forget the name, but oh I know exactly God. what you're Deborah's talking Proud about. Proud. Okay, it's really going to bother there me. Yes.
0: Uh, I'm probably, embarrassed I forgot. <laughs> probably the closest thing they can compare it to. Yeah. Is And I think you bring up a a good idea about you have to kind of vibe with your boss because being an assistant from what I've seen is a lot more like being a helpful friend Mm -hmm. than it is being like a role, Mm -hmm. right? Like, so give me the variety of what your job can be. Give me like one of the more mundane tasks you do and something that people would never expect that's like kind of expected
1: of you. So another big thing with this is that every assistant's job is kind of different depending on who you work for. I know some assistants that do like the mundane things would be like as close to like doing laundry for this assistant right. or the dish like literally like house cleaning things because they have no time. But uh in my case, which I'm like really thankful for, um, Ava made it clear like those types of tasks are things that I will never be doing. Like she could get someone else for that but she wants me to help her more in the social media management she has a skincare line called coastal citizen so a lot of that like social media creating TikToks or finding trending audios or um curating captions for the instagram page that's like a lot of what i do but i guess if you're talking about more mundane like assistant tasks yeah it would be like you know taking her car to the car wash or Um, finding a babysitter for a dog sitter for her, for her dog (laughs) Hanalei, which Hanalei is so cute. Um, well, let me think what else. Oh, taking her close to the dry cleaning. Right. It's like those tasks that require driving around and she doesn't have time for that. So someone like me would swoop in and kind of help her out with those types of things.
0: Right. And the the key word you brought up is is time, right? Time. Right. Like I think the ultimate goal of getting to the point where someone is a social media influencer who needs an assistant, Mm -hmm. it's less about production and more about time. Oh yeah. Right. You know, uh, back when I was a manager, most of my job once you know things got rolling we were making money mm-hmm. was coordinating scheduling mm-hmm. and just helping the person find enough time to get everything done oh, yeah. was by far the hardest thing because being a social media influencer unlike almost every other job you are the product yeah right yeah. and every second from the second you wake up To when you go to bed, you're essentially on the clock because you are the product. Mm -hmm. So every decision you make in terms of how you're organizing your day Mm -hmm. when you're filming affects how much work you can actually get done. And unlike almost every other job, there's only so much delegation that can be done, right? Like sure, you can have someone else film for you or edit or even come up with ideas to an extent Mm -hmm. but if you're the on-camera person Mm -hmm. what do you have to be on camera (laughs) right no literally yeah and it's like if you have to do a night shoot because there's something happens at night that person's got to schedule their entire day to get things done before that and i think it's really people like you who are kind of the unsung heroes of these lifestyles Mm -hmm. because they have the you give them the ability to get these like really amazing things done
1: yes right yeah Essentially like our role is to make their lives easier, right? They have so much exactly. on their plate, so many side I mean, they don't they don't have one stream of income, right? They get income from all these different platforms that they're on and it's it's a lot to manage, right? So essentially I feel like the assistants are the ones that are trying to help them, um, kind of manage that and just be more successful through this like time management and like it's like the little things, like like I mentioned, like finding trending audios on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. me finding that will just enable her to, you know, me provided to her she uses it and like that yeah. probably saved her what like 30 minutes of scrolling on TikTok because you know once you start you, you, you don't you, you're, you're yeah. in there <laughs> you're in a black hole right so. but
0: it's not even just that you're saving her the time right you helping her find that trending audio yeah. is going to be used probably on a brand deal right, right. Oh, so yeah. that's literally making her money right. in addition no, so that's exactly. like a huge benefit mm-hmm. that you're adding yeah right yeah so I think what's so cool is kind of take me back right so you grew up in Arizona mm-hmm. and you've lived here how long
1: about um, well, in Orange County, it was like four months, and now LA, like two. Right. Yeah. Right. So last September, I don't even know. I'm not doing the math right now in my head. But I moved out to California. Like, my first job was remote, right? So I kind of was able to do Arizona and California. Essentially. Yeah. And then I officially made it out here in September. So October, November, December. <laughs> okay. So, like, oh, wait, actually, like seven months into OC. Okay. And now, like, a month in LA. So it's been a while, but like, I kind of feel like California is my home because I would always travel here for like vacation and stuff. Right. So I feel like I know a lot of the places to go to and where the hot spots are. But,
0: but, but I guess what I'm saying is when you grew up in Arizona, mm-hmm. was your goal from the beginning to get into the entertainment industry or did this kind of happen to you?
1: Ooh, good question. My dream was always to move to California. Okay. Not, I, not, to, not not for like long-term, like raising children and stuff, just for like career-wise. I just, I've grown up on like the YouTube like mm. worlds inside of things like that who? was everything
0: let's pause there mm. who were some of the people you like to watch back in the day who were like inspired you
1: uh ryan higa jenna marbles mm. oh geez S- lily Singh, superwoman alicia marie ava obviously was like there i watched sierra Furtado, aspen and parker like literally i'm i can name so a tara michelle i can't forget her Which which the management I worked with, like, that's, like, a lot of their clients. And I was like, wow, like, Nikki and Gabby. Yeah, no, no. Like, I started watching YouTube when I was, like, 14, 15. It's crazy because a lot of my friends are not on that YouTube, like, that. Like, they just never grew up watching YouTube like me and my sister did and, like, a few other friends. Which is crazy because, like, you would think it's popular. But, like, the people I was around, like, they just didn't. So, for me... do they just watch
0: traditional TV or what?
1: Netflix, yeah, traditional TV. It was not YouTube for them. So a lot of people didn't understand how passionate and how excited I was when I was like, I ha- got this opportunity and it's with these top creators and they're like, wow, cool. But like when my sister heard and I told her, she was like, no way. Like right. you are amazing. Like you worked so hard for this. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, only cause you she knew did. what it meant to you more. Exactly. exactly. No, and she knew these, we grew up watching it together. Right. So for her to know, like she really understood how hard and like, what kind of like that, that was my dream, you know, that that was something I really was passionate about. And, I worked hard to, I mean, all of college and high school or I guess high school, but all of college, I applied to internships in California. Like I was doing everything I could to try and get here. Like whether that was an internship opportunity or even a summer internship part time, like I was applying and applying so that I could have a reason to move here because I can't just move here. My parents would be like, "Uh, where's the money, honey? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, But I wanted a reason and I wanted it to be in my career because I love like success stories. I love like success is like my motivating factor that's what drives me to like work harder and like to see the results and also passion and all that right so i did everything i could and i got that first job and then now i'm here and i'm just like i'm thankful i'm grateful
0: yeah no and that was that was great but but we're missing the key point what was the key point right so
1: how to get to how did i right no so
0: you uh you're young you're watching all these people on youtube yeah great amazing you go to school at?
1: Arizona State. Wait, college, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's all that matters. <laughs>
1: like, where am no you go to knows, high school? No one knows my high school. Where'd you go to elementary school? It was a prep school. <laughs> I, I had uniforms in high school. But yeah, no, no. College was Arizona State University. And you studied? Um, business communications with a double major in marketing.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Why?
1: So a lot of people would argue that you choose business communications when you don't know what you want to do (laughs) which okay i'm not gonna lie i was like what do i want to do all i knew was that i'm a very good communicator i can talk very well and i love meeting people and hearing their stories and communicating with people and like networking right Mm -hmm. so i knew i loved that so i was like oh my gosh i think business is something i want to do because um being indian the traditional thing is you either go to med school medical school Mm -hmm. or and you become a doctor or you go into the engineering field and you do either whether it's software engineering computer science whatever it is like those are like the two very very popular paths and i it was scary to make my decision but my parents were in support of it um they were not they were
0: oh they were okay they were
1: they were thank goodness i'm blessed for that because i'm sure a lot of take me about
0: uh through that conversation right like you're in high school you're about to go to college what are you going to major in? Yeah. Money, whatever. And then you say, well, not mm-hmm. med or engineering. Yeah. And,
1: and it's funny because my mom is a pharmacist and my dad is a, uh, what's it called? Well, he works at Boeing. Electrical engineer. Right. There we yeah. go. Sorry, I'm like. <laughs> literally both. Well, what's the, yeah, no, they're literally both in those normal traditional. And that's not, it's a great thing. It makes good money. It's their passion, but. Are they
0: first generation or are you?
1: They are. They, they are. are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like traditional. It was like what, it was just like the thing to do expected, right? of, expected of me yeah so my sister's in med school i'm not um i talked to them about it they're like i mean we see the potential in you if you have that passion like chase it and do that right so it wasn't necessarily entertainment that you were hoping i was going into which i didn't know i was going to go into yet right? right because they just didn't they just didn't know like the success rates with it and all of that right um but they were like you know what do business go for it so i did business com, and it was like a basic class it was like small group communication problem solving communication i was like okay i need more like it was great, but it was great to learn more social skills. But I was like, what am I passionate about? And I was like, is it advertising? Is it sales? I tried a little bit of sales. I mean, it was okay. Eh. But I started taking marketing classes. I fell in love. Like, ah. it was just so fun to see, like, a brand. And it's what it's evolved into today's day is just amazing. Like, just to see how brand markets are stuff when it comes to, like, even when it comes to, like, the PR side of things. I was like, this is it. Like, I love this. So I took classes in that. Um, and then I told my parents that I'm going to be doing, like, these internships with these social media um, uh, companies. What was your first one? Ooh, I think, wait, was that my first one? I think the Mayfair Group. Really? Yes. What do they do? So they are a PR, branding, social media agency. Now they've evolved into something insane. I was with them when they were under 10,000 followers. And now they are at like five hundred thousand. oh wow so they started up in Scottsdale, arizona in a little office room and i was one of their social media interns and i helped them uh take content for different brands like swimsuit companies uh jewelry brands i would help them take content curate captions all of that and then now they like literally have their own clothing line they work with they're just they're just big so love that got amazing experience from that as a start and i'm sure a lot of people know what set active is but like um I would literally set active was like one of Mayfair's clients. So I got to like try on some of the clothing and like when they were like nothing. So now they're like thriving. Lindsay Carter's doing great things. So super cool. I think Mayfair was my first. And then second was like, um, Visit Phoenix it was like a tourism marketing company. Mm-hmm. And then what else did I do? That's like
0: very different, though. So you went from like, traditional, I kind of jumped around because yeah.
1: I love photography and traveling as well. So through that, I got into this tourism marketing agency company and then, et cetera, I did another company, did another company. Creative Label was a, a marketing agency where we had more clients, right? And then a very cool company I got to work with is called Welcome to Arizona which I was with them when they were which under. you told me about. Yeah, they, were, they only had under 10,000 followers. I hustled and found them on LinkedIn somehow. Actually, or maybe it was on Instagram I found them because Instagram used to be the app, right? Like yeah. everything was growing on there. And I found them and I was like, I want to work with them so bad. What can I do? They didn't even have any job openings. I don't even think they had money to do that. I literally just DM them and I was like, I would love to be an intern not paid i just want experience right and they were like we don't have anything but like do you want to be our brand ambassador maybe we'll send you to do these cool activities in arizona and film content so amazing i literally got to go on like horseback rides uh hot air balloons film content and that's kind of how that sparked and i literally got to travel all around arizona and get content with them and then help them grow now they're at like three hundred fifty thousand followers
0: that's so exciting see that's great because like I think it's really good to kind of take something you're passionate about, like traveling, influencer mm-hmm. marketing, and say, hey, I'm yeah. especially in college, I'm going to go all in and trying to work on this in any way I can, right? Yeah. Any way I can help a brand. If there's yeah. something interesting going on, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And that allowed you, once you graduated, to have enough experience exactly. to kind of get a role as an executive assistant yes. at a management company. And then you can you know transition that into working for the clients themselves. Yeah, exactly. The number one thing I want to understand for you because mm-hmm. something I genuinely don't know is so what are your goals like where do you want to take this do you want to you know stay in the assistant world do you want to be on camera yourself do you want to go into business like if you had all the opportunities what would you do
1: oh there are so many things I want to do and I feel like the past month I have been not struggling but almost like I I know I have potential what more can I, I love the role I'm in but it also kind of I guess maybe the role I'm in is also inspiring me and motivating me to like go on to new ventures as well like really? just kind of do my own things on the side right like I'm a I've always been the person that was like one day I'm going to start a side hustle like I don't know what it's going to be but I want to do it right yeah. and so to work with someone that has all these businesses and like avenues of like work that she does it inspires me to like yo i i can do this as well on the side not necessarily i'm not trying to start a youtube or anything it's not like that yeah. it's more like since i love the whole branding like branding a product or the marketing of things when it comes to like social media management i'm like ooh, what is it that i can maybe start so i mean this is low key but it's fine to share because like it hasn't nothing started for me yet but like i had my first client call like a couple weeks ago and me and my friend are trying to like do marketing for different brands like you know some brands need help yeah they need help on instagram with their marketing or like even content like creating reels and tiktok so like i'm like i'm already doing that for my boss like and i love i love like editing and the content creation aspect of things right so i'm like why don't i just like the extra time I have on the weekends, why don't I just hustle and just do more? That's so exciting.
0: And I'm so glad you said this because the one thing I want to make sure people get who watch this episode mm-hmm. is the idea that clearly everyone wants to be in the influencer industry, right? Yeah. I started off with that statistic for a reason. Yes. But- Not everyone can do it. Not everyone's built to be in front of the camera to go do this thing, but it's an entire industry. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I really want to stress. There are so many ways to get involved. I think that's so exciting. So basically, you have three, four internships Mm -hmm. and previous experience where you've been working with brands that are growing their social media presence and their online presence. And now you're taking all that knowledge you've seen and basically doing consulting to other brands and saying, Hey, I was with this brand when Mm -hmm. they were, you know, below 10 K now they're at this big, I've seen what they did. I can help you do the same thing. And I think that is, that's so smart. So So are you going to start with like small companies and move your way up or like, do you have like a niche you're going for?
1: That's essentially the goal. Um, I would love to do it for more of like product geared companies. Like if they have like a product itself. Dream company. Ooh, I don't think I have one yet. Or well, okay. to work at or to consult no, for. To Consult for. It. Yeah. I don't have one yet. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I don't have one yet, but I mean, I've been looking, I've been like really into like the skincare companies cause I mm. love their branding like summer Fridays or even honestly the clothing brands like mad happy set active. Like, that is sick like I honestly I think like their products are so cool and I think coming up with like when it comes to like pop-ups like in LA or stuff yeah. like that like coming up with the marketing ideas for like whether it's a product like I think I got the skill sets in that area so I don't know maybe one day my boss like with her skincare brand, we can do some pop-up like right. I feel like those ideas like I just I'm a sucker for like good marketing, marketing. I mean cl-
0: clearly you have the passion for it I, I really, can just tell by the like, I
1: really do I can like get up and just start like telling you all about are it
0: are you a like. big fashion girl?
1: I like fashion more than makeup and skincare. I mean, right. I wish I was more into I'm just, I'm not there. Like yeah. someone teach me, but but <laughs> I love fashion and I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to Paris actually, fun fact, random. Oh, i going crazy. to Paris in June with a couple of uh, influencers. They have like 200K on Instagram. With Ava or with the separate? Ava's actually going to be there too, but.
0: But uh, not with her. No, like totally, it's not with her. Oh, I know. Okay, we tell me all about this. crazy.
1: Yeah. There's these two influencers on Instagram. They're all about fashion, lifestyle, travel, mm-hmm. and they have about 200K on Instagram, very cute content, very fashion related. Um, and they were like, hey, we are want to do a girl's trip to Paris where we're going to literally give you like a workshop on uh, digital marketing, content creation, how to pr- pitch to brands. But like, if you don't want to hear about all that, you don't need to because we're going to Paris on a girl's trip to have the best time ever and just take cute photos, have a good time, you know, all of it. So, so- did you,
0: did you pay for this? Do you know these people? For free. Like, I'm I, just kidding. I'm, I'm Psych- not understanding.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know them on a personal level. How would fo- you find out about it? So That's I was me. already following them ah, on Instagram when they okay. were only at like 50K. They've been growing very, very fast because they've been putting in that work. I've noticed. But uh, they had like a little sign-up sheet, like whatever. There's only 20 spots. If you want to come, sign up now. Spots are going to fill up quick. I think they filled up in like three days. So literally, I mean, because it is... a, a Couple couple grand. You got right. gotta drop. Yeah. It's Paris, right? Paris. You got it. Flights, you flights alone. No, you literally. So um, I was like, you know what? I wanted to do this since high school, but I didn't have the money. And I've been working for a while. I've been saving up. Um, this will be the time of a li- or the time of my life. So I'm gonna do that. Oh, you're gonna love
0: Paris, yeah, Ben.
1: I've been once, I'm not going to lie, but oh, it was my family. Did. And oh, you know, your okay, family right, right. trips hit different than like a girl's trip. So. Oh, totally different. Yeah.
0: yeah. I went when I was studying abroad. Oh, it was very
1: amazing. cool. I wanted to study abroad. I never got to. You never did? COVID hit and then.
0: Right. Yeah, I just oh, never so got crazy. to. Yeah. You were like, when the pandemic started, you graduated? No, I was, uh,
1: I think it was like the end of junior year. My whole senior year was like COVID. Oh, wow. So I didn't get to gra- like walk across the stage graduating. My internship, I had a sales internship over the summer. It got canceled. Like, and I thought life was over, but really, I bet that like sparked a crazy, crazy like TikTok era and phase. Really, like, like literally, not for me personally. I'm no, just saying, no, yeah. like, that's when everything blew up. Like, no, people mean, had time for on their For you personally, games. how did it affect you? I, w- I think I wasted my time during, I wish I did more. Like, really? now that I'm in the place I am and I'm so motivated and passionate to start something, I'm like, why didn't I start at the time I had hours in my room i did redecorate my whole room and i made a tiktok on that okay i'm i'm a big like interior design like fanatic as well like i love interior like cute pompous grass and all that like this this office very cute thank you what do you
0: what do you think of our outside area it took us forever no i love it
1: yeah the little corners is what matters i just i love interior decorating so (laughs) i did that during covid but i wish i like jumped on something on the side as well i don't know i just not that I'm i I'm not a workaholic because I can be very. But you like willing. always
0: like to do more stuff. I do.
1: And uh, I think a big, like I think my biggest thing is I, I do love, like not that it's YouTube, but I love content creation. Like. Really? Like that's why a big part of this Paris trip, like I love putting together a fun outfit and you know, all this. So actually, even for um, Ava, she, she travels a lot. So a lot of her content is like, travel and all that right but well, we had a content shoot day one time and I was like wait I know this really cute like wall area that I could get you a really good photo of your outfit she had like a really nice like blazer blazer set on with, yeah with a really nice bag and I was like yo we can get a really good photo here and she's like I never take fashion photos and she was obsessed with it and I was like see this is something I can kind of bring Boom. into your avenue as well just because like I love doing it too so that's so exciting See, yeah one thing I really
0: like about you is you're always interested in doing more. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things. But you, you touched on something really interesting about how you really like content, mm-hmm. right? I think the word content has had the biggest shift in meaning in the yeah, last five years maybe. than like anything else. Mm-hmm. And when I think of uh, content, it's almost like, especially for like people even younger than me, like you know, true Gen Zs like yourself, I think the idea of content is really a, a better definition of redefining life, like life yeah. as content, yeah. right? Because when you say like, oh, I made a TikTok about redecorating my room. Mm-hmm. Now you could have just redecorated your room, but you understand that there is an entire, you know, potentially millions of people who find a m- task that could be as mundane as mm-hmm. redecorating the room as this is interesting for me to consume. Yeah, And I think growing up, even the way I grew up, there was really very little internet focused content mm. other than YouTube. Mm-hmm. But even then, YouTube was still more of a redux of TV. Mm. It was like skits yeah. and like scripted videos and.
1: parkour.
0: Right, exactly. It, it was almost like taking an idea for a TV show and yeah. watering it down. Yeah. Now, especially in the TikTok area, era, sorry, there's this idea that anything in life Mm -hmm. can be molded into something that is worth viewing and seen as an entertaining thing.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: And and I think that's something I have so much trouble explaining to people who are older than me who just Mm -hmm. have never lived it. It's like, no, watching someone do the simplest thing can be so wildly exciting and entertaining. I (laughs) know, it's so
1: funny. It's funny to see how older it is. Like, huh? Like, why are you filming doing this? And I'm like, people, I mean... I, and I think there can be a toxic side to it as well. Of like course. you need to remember like a lot of people remind me, well, not remind me. they just like say and in, be in, in like in general. they're like, remember fun first content second. And mm. I'm like, because a lot of the things I would do with Welcome to Arizona, right? is like going on like going kayaking in a clear kayak at the Emerald Cove. like, um, going on yachts and all this, right? And, like, the first thing you want to do is, like, oh, my gosh, I needed like... Because this is, like, a part of the job, right? right? But it's also, like, important to remember, like, first take it in and be like, wow, this is amazing. Okay, let's get on it and have some fun, like, creating this content. I don't think it should ever... I Obviously, I don't do it as a career like some of these YouTubers right. do, right? So I don't know how it must feel... Um, having to like film everything sometimes i'm sure it can get i mean i've seen the burnouts and all that stuff right i've i've followed up on a lot of youtubers that kind of burnout and they are like there was no line between what i should share and what i shouldn't type of thing yeah. but i don't know where i am in life right now i just find a joy and fun in it so like i just love it like instagram stories for example like it'll if i'm gonna like i don't know where did i just go coachella for example sure. i was there for weekend one it's just so fun to me like Come, or uh, posting content on Instagram stories just to like bring people along with what I did, what my outfit was, blah, blah, right. blah. Like, And not only for me, like I love to see what people are doing and so I'm like, and it's like the little things, like the cute font that I'm going to use, putting the location at the top, like, I just find, I think what it is, it's like, not that I'm like, I need to share my life. It's more like, I love uh, designing the stuff and like putting something together and making it a little story that I can like forever look back on like a digital diary, whatever you want. (laughs) I know people say Instagram is like a visual diary, but honestly it it is. is like, I love to go back and be like, Oh, I remember that. And I know a lot of YouTubers say that as well. They say, I love that I can go back a year ago, see what I was doing for Easter with my family and like look at my life now and be like oh my god i have kids like i don't know you know so
0: no it, it is amazing and when you think about it how many kids are going to grow up and know exactly what their parents were like at this age right you know it's like i look at my parents the idea that my parents were ever like 25 just seems
1: impossible right you know it's like, it's like there's no video footage i don't know if it really right. happened. <laughs> snapchat or <it> didn't happen
0: <laughs> exactly right the youngest picture of my parents they were like 37 yeah that's like the youngest photo they have Mm. and it's like the idea of them even being that age doesn't seem possible i haven't seen it but like one day i know i'm gonna have kids i'm gonna be like 80, and I'm gonna yeah. have grandkids and stuff, and yeah. they're gonna have like a full video of me like right. when I was like 14, and I With know all, all
1: just, these podcast interviews. You're it, like, Dad, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm so
0: excited. I know yeah. one day I'm just gonna. You ever seen BoJack Horseman?
1: Uh, ah, yeah, a couple episodes. Okay,
0: one yeah. of the best parts of BoJack Horseman is he just constantly rewatching the show he was uh-huh. on 20 years ago. Yeah, I just know one day I'm gonna be like 75, just rewatching <laughs> podcast. I did. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i be insane. like, Oh man, I was so cool. But do you ever worry? that oversharing has become too
1: normalized yes yes i would say yeah because i mean it's become normalized but i think people face the consequences after and they realize it and then they're like i overshared type of thing i mean i've seen breakups like i've seen uh like the breakup videos are the most i mean couples have been together for over eight nine years together and like their whole life was public for all of us to see. And we became, I mean, PVPs of Jesse and Gina were the prime example, Prank versus Pink. Like, I was such a fan. And when, when I heard they broke up, I was like, no. Like, it, like,
0: affected you. It was like your, I was your like, no, friends breaking up. No,
1: yeah, I'm like, no, this can't be happening. And, like, I can't imagine how, like, in real life, it's already hard enough to get over it. And then you have to be reminded every single day through comments, DMs, Oof. like, everything, right? Like, so I definitely think it... It's one of those things, though. You kind of have to sign up for it, or you can, you know, make the decision to not share that side. But obviously, if it's the love of your life, it's kind of hard not to show them on camera sometimes, because you you want to share that love and passion with your followers to be authentic. I don't know. It gets it gets a little. It gets
0: hard. It's tough. I, I think a yeah. uh, family. Channels, I'm talking as if I'm like an like
1: I share my whole life. I don't. I'm just. This is how much YouTube I watch. Like I I know what people have gone through.
0: So. No, I, I get it, but yeah. but I think. That's kind of the whole point, right? Yeah. You've watched so much YouTube that you understand almost how this is affecting people yeah. in their real life. Yeah. But that's because YouTubers, and I think TikTok is even worse, <laughs> will share such minute details about oh, yeah. their life.
1: TikTok for sure, yeah.
0: That it's like, you know them these people better than you know your actual friends. Yeah. And it's... V- unnatural in a way that I, I just don't think it's sustainable in the long term yeah i can I see mean, that i've seen you know clients i've managed go through public breakups mm. and it is so much worse mm. than a regular breakup breakups are hard enough i know I but know. the idea that like you I are know. essentially forced to fake like you're still Oof. in a relationship yeah until yeah. you're at the point to announce it yeah and i think that is devastating to yeah. your mental health like it's not good you know you have a boyfriend, right?
1: Uh, actually, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're on good terms, we're on good terms. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, imagine if when you broke up, you had to make yeah, a seven that, minute video No, literally, about it. Yeah,
1: I, I could not. It's, it's heartbreak. It and then impossible. you have to share it. Oh man, I just can't. But like, yeah, like I said, I think it's one of those things like you, life is full of surprises and you really don't know what's coming, right? So... Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to sign up for it and like I don't know or or I don't know like maybe there is a way to balance it out and like be like I'm not going to share this because I know this will this could. Find I me think later. more
0: and more creators are realizing that realizing that yeah. and enforcing that barrier and that. I think line. so too, actually. You know, one of my best, you know, really one of my my great friends on the planet a guy named Eric Decker. Mm-hmm. Um, goes by Errak online. Mm. Um, I first started managing him when he was like. 12,000 mm-hmm. on YouTube and now he's got like 5 million. It's wow. crazy. I don't manage him anymore for qualification. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's cool. That's cool but he's an amazing guy and the whole time I've known him he's been in a relationship with the same girl and he has done an amazing job of keeping her Wow. just out of reach Respect. of his insane followers she's yeah. been on a couple of videos yeah. but he knows how to balance it to where like that's yeah good. she's there don't worry about her yeah and i think that's been hugely beneficial because it allows her to still have her own life mm-hmm. the worst part is all these significant others for like influencers they didn't sign up for this yeah except when they're like influencer to influencer relationships yeah. but those are disasters. those are
1: another story
0: those are like psh, psh, psh. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but i i do think it's It's hard. It's already hard enough and stressful enough to have everything you do Mm -hmm. criticized and critiqued. Mm -hmm. But the idea that this other person you're with has to go through that and they don't sign up for it and they're not reaping the benefits. Yeah. It's very concerning.
1: It really is. But like you mentioned, I do think people are doing a better job about understanding like, or maybe it might be those that have learned the consequence. So now the second time around, they're being smart about it. Because yeah. I've noticed that for, I mean, I'm a lot, I can say names because they've publicly said this, but like Sierra Furtado is in one example. Yep. And then Emma Lieger went through an eight-year breakup and I just was listening to a podcast with her and Lindsay Carter and I found out she's had a boyfriend for a year. Wow. And I just found out about him two months ago. And I'm like, whoa, she did a good job hiding him, but I I think people are learning or just being smarter about it because the effect it has on your mental health is is bad.
0: I got to know though, when you found out that influencer had a boyfriend, did you guys find out who he was? Did you look him up?
1: Actually, I didn't, I didn't, I'm like, I like, I didn't care enough. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I know some people will be like, did I know some people
0: definitely did. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm like a stalker, but like not like that. Right. Unless like, I really, yeah, yeah, nah, I didn't care that much.
0: Okay. So this is something I really want to know because this is interesting. So you've been watching YouTube for like eight years.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, how old am I? 23? Yeah, probably like... Yeah, yeah probably Probably eight. closer
0: to 10 almost yeah, now, probably right? Yeah, 10. It's insane. Yeah. A long time. Mm-hmm. You've seen the whole transition. Do you think if you had to bet in five years, do you think YouTube will still be relevant or do you think it'll go fully short form into TikTok? Dang,
1: I'll be 28. Man, I thought like two years ago, YouTube would slowly start dying, which I still don't... I don't know. I think it'll still be there. But... Yeah, no, I think it'll still be, be there. Like, short form content is amazing. Like, I could scroll through TikTok for... And, like, it's so crazy. The, I mean, they just came out with a two-minute thing now, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, still, like, short form is great because it's so, like, fun to watch, like, these little mini vlogs put into, like, an eight-second video and it's so aesthetically pleasing. And you're mm-hmm. just like, I could just... I just want to keep watching. Like, this is great. Um, But, I don't know, personally, in my life, like, I still watch YouTube. I would still watch... Okay, wait, here's the thing. Okay. The people's videos that I will watch are people I've been watching for a long time. Exactly. I haven't subscribed to someone new in a long time. So there's and the tea on that. that's what's really interesting to me yeah. because
0: what's tough, what I'm seeing right now, is there's a weird paradox going on online. Mm-hmm. There's Everyone wants to be a TikToker yeah. because it's a lower barrier to entry yeah. and it's a lot easier to get discovered.
1: The algorithm is stunning. The problem yeah. is TikToker's
0: is not a great job right Mm. like even a successful tiktoker i mean i've i've managed tiktokers with millions of followers they don't make any money it's (laughs) so i think what
1: i think what it is is tiktok is uh the leeway or is that the word it's a springboard it's a springboard for a lot because i know so many tiktokers that are now on youtube and they're making so many brand deals on Instagram. Exactly. So I don't know how it's on TikTok, but you you're very right about that. Right. Yeah. So it's
0: like once you get discovered, you have to get almost yes. off the platform yes. to make it a career. Yeah. Unless you are the cream of the crop, and you're you not can... really making a sustainable mm-hmm. business off TikTok alone. Okay. And I, I think what we're transitioning into is as movie stars and traditional actors become less and less relevant mm-hmm. and social media people and tiktokers become more and more relevant yeah you're going to create this mid-tier of influencers mm. it's very interesting you talked about the gentle marbles of the world from six seven years ago because they were the only people that mattered yeah now there are hundreds literally thousands oh my gosh of yeah. tiktokers that different various levels yep. who will never get that big yeah but will have a sustainable business yeah and and i think what we're trying to figure out now is like if 75 percent of kids want to become influencers they can't all be ava Gatowski. yeah they can't no. all be jenna marbles right but can they be two hundred thousand followers and make that a sustainable business long term i don't know
1: i know a friend he and this is not to say he's not successful because i mean he, but he has like two hundred thousand on tiktok and he's been there for a while and like, it's not like that sparked a crazy like business or anything yeah. yet, but it has brought him some cool opportunities and a couple of brand deals and connections. But yeah. But I, do you I think can, he
0: could live off that forever? Not
1: what he has right now. He needs exactly. to, he, and which is why this has brought him opportunities to start something. So I think it's something like a springboard. It's, it's something that's going to help you, Start like I know so many candle businesses, like yeah. small businesses okay. that they literally post TikToks and they blow up and now they're making so many sales. But it's not like TikTok is what the sales are coming from, right. it's just the views. They're driving
0: sales. They're driving exactly. the sales. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's much more of like a marketing tool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and here's something I want to know because I think about this way more than I should for someone <laughs> who's not having kids anytime soon. One day I'm going to have kids. Yeah. One day they're going to be 17. And I'm thinking, will they go to college? Will I want them to go to college? Wow. Like, is that an yeah. actual beneficial thing or right? was, will them saying like, Oh, I just wanted to start doing social media be a better bet.
1: Yeah. That's a good point you bring up. It's crazy. Like a lot of people just are like, you don't really need an education to be able to like become a multimillionaire, which is so true. And I agree. Like you really don't. But I mean, personally, I think I'm like grateful for the opportunity to have education. So I think like, if you can, I'll get into it sure but i i mean it is true like you really don't need like a degree to become a tiktoker but right <laughs> but when you think about long term and sustainable like sustainability is that the word i yeah. don't know yeah like i mean i i don't have knowledge in that like me i'm actually debating getting my mba Ooh, in august it's exciting yeah and i have till july to apply but i'm like oh like 50,000, is this gonna bring me anywhere? But I don't know. If I wanna work for Google one day, it would help me. But you know, it's like, it's just, it's tough. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. And it's like, there, there's really no wrong answer. There
1: really is no wrong answer. I think if you have the means and the opportunity, like, go for it. I love, here's one thing. I like to get smarter. Right. So sometimes I'll be sitting and I'm just like, oh, am I like, I see, I don't, I'm not, okay, playing the comparison game is not healthy. Of course. But I do see my like software engineer friends who are like coding these cool apps and games. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so smart. And not that I'm going to code, but I'm like, ooh, I f- sometimes wish I. Had the proactiveness, to, like just go online and start researching and teaching myself courses, right? But I feel like I need to, like an instructor. That's funny <laughs> because
0: I'm sure your engineer friends look at your life on Instagram. Maybe and like, wow, she's going to all these places. She's no, doing yeah, traveling. It's so funny. People this be is like, way how better. Do- yeah, I know, I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where the comparison game's not healthy. But, but. I'll have friends like in engineering be like, "How did you take that photo?" I'm like, "Huh? You just like." But like, they don't <laughs> understand the rule of thirds and like get less ground. Move the camera up and like get the person as the object. like so, I don't know. That's why I don't play the game of comparison because every industry, every um skill set is so different and unique to a person. And like you can learn we can all learn from someone. But that's why I don't know. That's why, even if you can't afford an education or you don't believe in it, like as long as you're um teaching yourself or, going out of your way to research and educate yourself I think that's what's most important cause. no
0: never stop learning Yeah, you know because like I think what matters more in life today is how many skills do you have mm-hmm. and how many people do you know oh yeah right and Absolutely. I think it's connections are so important to success in the modern day Really, because is. it's more about The chances that you're going to get a job and work your way up for 30 years are so low. Yeah. That's a matter of like, if you really want to, especially if you want to get rich, which most people do, to some degree. I do. (laughs) (laughs) All Right. right, right. Nothing wrong with that. Your best bet is actually finding the next Uber and being a part of it.
1: Yeah. You know? You ain't
0: got to run the company. Yeah. But like all the people who were... You know, the early employees there, six years later, they get a crazy payout. Right. That's like the way to do it
1: now. Yeah, that really is. And
0: especially in a city like this when there's a million things happening. It's like always be learning and finding new opportunities and mm-hmm. people. And I think that's what's so exciting about your role. Like it's given you so many opportunities so many yeah. to meet people. Yeah. And I think that's really, really that's exciting.
1: That's another big topic actually, because like my parents were like, Why did you move away from home? Like yeah. obviously they miss me and they're like, You could have gotten a job in Arizona. I'm like, it's like, it's gonna, it's a little hard to explain to you guys because they come from a different generation and all of that, right? But I'm like, the opera, like the people, it's not just LA. I'm sure it might be New York or like, I don't know, places that are well established and like the industry you wanna go into, especially yeah. if I like entertainment and like social media and all of that, right? Like, I really do believe Los Angeles or California is like the place to be because I will go to like a coffee shop or like so many social events and like on TikTok, like they'll be like, are you looking to like mingle with people, come through to this event? And like, it's always in LA. Always. And I've met so many people that work. I met a girl that works at Spotify. I've met like obviously... I don't know. I've just met so many people. And like, I feel like I, that would not have happened in Arizona. Right. Although people are all moving to Arizona right now from California, but, yeah. <laughs> but in, the my, industry young tw- not moving. Yeah. in my young the 20s, I'm just grateful to be here. I it might change in a while, but
0: no, hundred percent. And I think you touched on something really interesting. What type of Indian are your parents? Uh, group. Oh, wow. A
1: you, wow. I have sorry. A lot of Indian not that I'm, su- like, I'm Like I'm shocked. I'm like, you know, uh, Malayalis. You're Malayalis? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. That's North, Center or something like that? Well,
1: my mom is from North, but we're technically South Indian. Oh, okay,
0: okay. I'm South Indian. Yeah. Interesting. And then they moved here. My right dad moved
1: born, right? my dad moved when he was like a teenager, okay. and then my mom around the same. Do you have any siblings? Because they got arranged marriage. But um <laughs> my sister, I did she was born in California. You're Belinda. And then she was only born here. And for, what does she do? She is currently in her fifth year of med school. Or fourth. She's about to do rotations. Gotcha. So she's like, you know, she went the typical I get route. all, I
0: say all that to say this, because this is what I wanted to transition yeah. into. Do you ever feel like your parents don't, like, look at you as successful as your sister? Like, do you feel like they're comparing you I've to? I've said
1: that a lot, because I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm not doing the typical, but, like, they've never, they just want what's best for me. And sometimes, right. I will say they were supportive about everything I've done, but... Uh, being an assistant to a YouTuber has thrown them off a little bit <laughs> when it came to the support system, just because they also, you know, there are a lot of parents do have the viewpoint that you know, working at a corporate job, climbing up that ladder to yeah. become a manager is the way to go, and they are a little worried sometimes that what I'm doing, you know, how am I gonna become a manager one day? How am I gonna build up to that level? Um, I've explained it to them. I'm doing my best because it's sometimes hard for people to understand. But uh, what was that kind of going around with that? Oh yeah, um, they don't. I don't think they put me down. Or, they're not like, oh my gosh, she's not doing med school. She's going to be a failure. Yeah. They really do believe I will be like a successful entrepreneur. Actually, the other day, they, uh, my mom cracked a fortune cookie. I was here. Okay. She, sent, she texted my group chat, my family chat, a picture, and she's like, I think this fortune was for a Crystal. And it said, like, you will become a successful entrepreneur. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, they do believe in me and they, they know business is what I am passionate about. They see my marketing skills. Like, my dad and uncle are doing something on the side now, aside from their like, they worked at the same company for like 20 years and Mm they finally decided to pick up a side hustle so and they're asking me for marketing help so I think they're finally all opening up to this new avenue of like this is like what this generation is all about
0: how important is your Indian culture to you
1: oh that's a good question okay well (laughs) I'm an Oreo okay so I'm very (laughs) brown on the outside and white on the inside um but I still do love my culture. It's very sad. I used to be embarrassed about it when I was in high school, really? or like even younger. Did oh, you go yeah. to
0: like a really white high school?
1: Uh, it was a prep school. It was not really white, but there it was like a mix. But it's still I just had this thing where like if someone had like a if another Indian had like a long embarrassing name, or mm. they embarrassed me with like the food they brought. Like at, this was not high school. This was younger elementary. Yeah. I'd be like, they're bringing like rice and like curry to school. Like it was really bad. And then. What's amazing about social media as well is, like, I would start to, I mean, ooh, this could be toxic, too, though, because, like, is it my mind or is it social media? But, like, as the generation, as, like, you get older, you start to realize, like, oh, this is such, like, this is amazing. Like, you should honestly, that's what makes me stand out, right? Then everybody else, like, I have my culture. I have my, like this heritage I grew up from. And like my, my dad and mom literally came from nothing. Like my dad would like, he just told me a story another day about how, when he was a kid, like he has four siblings or no, nine siblings total, four sisters, four oh, brothers. Wow. When they were young, they shared a sweater during the winter. Like I didn't even know how like minimal he grew up living. Like very, yeah. and like, I don't want to say eh, poverty. I guess you can, eh, I don't want to say poverty. It just like came from nothing. Yeah. That's what I'll say. So I do respect them in that manner that like they grew up to where they are now. What were we even talking about? (laughs) I was just (laughs) just talking to you about your culture, culture. just what it means to you. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, I, I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm an Oreo, so like I can't really speak the language. I try, and people very very much laugh. Like I'll right. try to communicate with my grandpa and he's like,
0: but you sound white to them. I mean, absolutely. My
1: accent. <laughs> I mean, I don't have an accent. I don't know how to pronounce things correctly, but, but my, like
0: when you try, like when you no, try to it's speak, so it's so funny. Still, it's my that grandpa bad.
1: literally learned English so that he could communicate with me. Wow, it's like that he, bad. He's like 84 and he knows English. And What's talks his to name? Me. What's your grandpa's name? Oh, it's really long. It's the shortened way CV Thomas, but it's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here like crystal Thomas. <laughs> I have an Indian nickname though, but oh, what is it? It's Preethi. It means love in Hindi. Ooh, I like Preeti. that. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. Yeah. I, I, okay. Could you ever see yours? You want to get married one day, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Could you marry a non-Indian? Ooh, are we gonna get into interracial marriage? I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My parents would be in support of it. Um, they are religious though, so I feel like as long as he's a Christian man.
0: Oh, Krishna. Okay. Yeah,
1: they wouldn't mind, but uh, yeah thank god they're more they're more supportive because there's some parents that are indian oh yeah not no like uh,
0: one of my friends reshma yes i'm tattling on you reshma. <laughs> Yeah.
1: um hi reshma yeah she's
0: great she is also gujarat but um oh, sweet and but she's her parents are hindi and hindu or hindu sorry hindu. hindu and she's not really she's not that religious yeah but she knows culturally yeah they're like three religions she just like couldn't date It would become too much of an issue for her family.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She won't mind me
0: saying this. Yeah. But I think it's it's something we've discussed a lot because yeah. she feels like it really limits who she can like potentially be with Yeah, and like you know love is very important mm-hmm. but her parents had an arranged marriage right so they don't really care that yeah. much they yeah. want to make sure it's going to work right? socially and yeah. you know and I don't know for some reason over my time in LA I've gotten a lot of Indian friends really? yeah like
1: tell me why I haven't like met I'm trying to meet more brown friends I haven't like <laughs> oh I'll put you on any. with Sacha okay and there Yor, you go right. let that. me
0: meet them okay. <laughs> yeah, I've
1: been, all I've
0: amazing been, people but yeah. I've just really like engage uh and indulge myself in the culture because you know being black from georgia we have like no culture Mm. right like we have like general southern culture but Mm -hmm. it's very different Mm. you know being black culture is more based on your surroundings than your traditions Mm. and i think especially being asian but especially being indian i've seen it the most yeah Culture is very traditional. It really is. It's very oh, much it. like, oh, we do this at this time. No, we like have these holidays. My grandpa only <laughs>
1: lived at my uncle's house because it's the tradition in the olden days where right. the dad would live at the son's house. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, why isn't he staying with us? Like something was going on. He was like, no, I can't. I'm like, what? Like just it's just a house. Like where I'm your like n- granddaughter. Like you could stay. here. like it's not a problem. But it's like those traditions that sometimes they just like to follow and like live upon. So I love the culture and love everything about it. Sometimes there are some hard topics to bring up, yeah. um, especially I think when you are Indian and religious in a, right. in a way, I think that's when it kind of bumps up the notch of, um, being traditional and like sticking give, give to me a, a
0: hard topic what's like a deal breaker for you you find the great guy but he does this oh if he's, not if he's if he's
1: not Christian it's right. like it's not gonna my parents wouldn't love that
0: it just so wouldn't work like, yeah. would your I parents mean, not love it or would you not love
1: it I well I personally would like someone that has ethics and morals and that's Christian like I wouldn't yeah. mind because okay. like if because I I mean I personally believe in God right so yeah, like I, yeah so I would like it if somebody you know followed the same I'm trying to teach my kids some cute Bible stories yeah right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't mind that part, but it, it can get tough with like the interracial marriage sometimes. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, definitely. But, um, no, it's so yeah. funny. Um, I don't know if you saw this on the last episode of my friend Richard. <laughs> he gave, um, he's Korean. Okay. And he gave me like the, the list of people his parents would choose him to marry by race. No. And it went like Korean, Chinese, Taiwanese, Japanese white hispanic black and it was like very sad to see but i think it's it's pretty common because very common i don't see it as racially divisive as many people do because you have to understand these people come from a completely different culture oh yeah and they have a totally different history and understanding of people and i think what's the big challenge of your generation of asian people Mm -hmm. and by yours i mean people from the age of like 18 to like 29 probably is the idea of you know, how many of these traditions are you really going to carry over? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't think, you know, if you had a son, he's going to live with his cousin,
1: right? Uh, yeah, no, please, that's not, <laughs> not happening. But the good news is, like, it's been it's been becoming a lot more normalized with a lot of people that I know, which is nice. Um, mixed babies are so cute. Like, I'm just right. like, and so I'd love to see it. i love to see that it's becoming more normalized, but it's I'm not going to say it's, like, easy to have that conversation, I'm sure, with your parents, but overall i love the culture i love the outfits i'm going to india actually for the first time in like i think the last time i went was 2014 oh when are you going december for one of my cousin's wedding oh wow it's exciting it's been so long this was like the cousin that or the son it's my sister's brother sister's sister's son so my i mean my first cousin how many
0: weddings you been to Oh, so many! Oh, tell the people about how great. Let Indian me just weddings tell are.
1: y'all how great Indian weddings are. They don't compare to nobody's. Well, especially I'm sure if you're Hindu and Indian because they have like a seven day. <laughs> I've never gotten to go to one. So if you're Hindu, anyone out there? No, no I've, I've only any... I've only
0: been to one, and it was and it was uh, it was yeah. something. <laughs> no, it's
1: something. No, yeah, I mean, mil- I mean, I'm sure I don't know how my cousin's wedding. I think she spent like, hmm. I mean, it was close to like. 50 60 or something like that like
0: yeah like they,
1: they, it's just beautiful it's beautiful I, I
0: you know I'm not gonna put my friend on blast because I know he's gonna watch but that wedding had to cost a couple hundred
1: thousand yeah I'm like the ring <laughs> was, the ring was already like 10k and I'm yeah like, oh
0: shoot I probably guess a good quarter million I'm not gonna lie there was a lot going on Man. but it, it's an event tell people like how you've been to an American wedding <laughs>
1: never I have one and then I went to my friends who married an uh, American guy So but that was still Indian though I've been to one American compare wedding compare the two I can't believe I've only been to one it's because I'm not at the age where all my friends are getting right, married right, yet right, I mean the, I've only been to three weddings yeah, so I get it I'll hit but. it soon I've been to like ten weddings but they're all brown Um, tell you about brown weddings yeah. or you already know but yeah let me tell the people y'all it's so fun Um, the families me it's like everyone how many people Oh, God. <laughs> so, I mean, after COVID, it has decreased in numbers. Fair. But the biggest one I've been to, and I got to sing at it, actually, because uh-huh. my dad's whole side were like a musically talented side. I so didn't know you sing. I do sing. I know. It's not something I tell people. Like, if you know, you know, type of thing. It's like I start making TikToks. And I'm just, <laughs> I can't do that. I'm too embarrassed. Well, I sang at her wedding and she had about like 850 people. Wow. So big. Okay.
0: 850 people? It was 850 people. Wait, wait, where was it? Texas. How many people do you think
1: flew in for this? Ooh, I'm sure half the people are already from Texas, oh but my
0: god, that's I don't know, so maybe
1: a little there. less than half. I'm sure.
0: I'm just thinking about like, you know, I'm coordinating a wedding right now with 60 people and it's oh, like man. insane. Like An the hotel person wedding just seems it was, like impossible.
1: It was, it was a lot. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm so happy for her. She had a great time. It was beautiful, but it was, it was a lot. That's the biggest one I've been to, but the dance floor goes crazy. The like the wedding party entrance goes crazy. Yeah. The food, she had like a live band. And like the best part of, I feel like, about Indian weddings is like the end where the dance floor comes in. Like everyone's just in their beautiful, like there's like a crop top and skirt. It's called a langa. Like that's what girls typically wear or a sari. And like you just go out on the dance floor. It's like these remixes of like songs with like the Indian twist to it, like bo- like Bollywood music, okay. whatever. So it's just so fun, like a little bop twist to it. I'm acting like I'm like the most cultured. <laughs> My friends are, when they watch this, they're going to be like, Girl, you're like the most whitewashed girl. Why is (laughs) acting like I still love the culture though. I'm trying I'm trying to learn more. I'm trying to learn. But um so much fun. I think the best part is just like um being in a community and seeing everyone just like everyone's love for each other and just Mm -hmm. like I don't know. The joining of two families. I think that's what I love.
0: No, it's amazing. Is that something you want? Do you want an Indian wedding?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I am a sucker for like the pretty outfits and like running through a grass field with like some Bollywood music that would be nice okay
0: see that's good because I feel like I've never really seen this part of you, you yeah no like, no one has like, my in.
1: Instagram I don't think I posted one picture in like the last five years with like an Indian outfit you which speaking of up. which I just brought an outfit back home from Arizona and I'm gonna have a shoot in the in a grass field with my skirt and uh-huh. outfit. yeah because I'm like I need to tap back in there's a TikToker I watched named Milan Matthew and like she's from Texas and I'm just like she makes she like makes uh, also there's another one Shruti Jailavan they like put twists into like Indian outfits and like make it kind of like like you can wear this on a normal day, and I'm like, okay. I don't know if I would do that, but like, I'd be down if I had like like Indian American
0: fusion. Yes, type of a thing.
1: little fusion. Oh, I love Indian food.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Okay, what are going to transition a little bit? Yes. Give me two or three things that matter the most to you in life.
1: Ooh. Um, I think number one would be. Having a real authentic, like ride or die friends in your life, yeah. maybe I would say. Like I've gone through two like ex-friends. I would say, oh my gosh, wait, I shouldn't. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. They don't know who I'm talking about. Um, anyways, yeah, like I've had like two friendship fallouts, and I'm just like, oh man, like now that I look back, it was always just about competition and like Ooh. it was so toxic, right? But like now I think I'm finally at the stage. I've had like the same friends for a while now. That's I'm not at the stage where like the people around me motivate me to be better and i motivate them to be better right we're both pouring into each other that type of thing right so i think it's so important one of the most important things in life is to have people in your life that you surround with that will that are only helping you be better yeah. that's like key I, like i've met people that like all day they just like mess around play that's good have your fun days have your chill days but like monday through friday are we ready are we ready to grind are we ready to hustle am i going to get a good morning text being like Dude, like you got it. Hustle today. Like, yeah. accomplish your goals. Like, those are the type of people I want around me. And I just recently met a friend named Branda who moved to LA too to pursue her dreams. And she works for an advertising agency. Like, she's amazing. Like, I'm, sh- I'm shouting her out right now because literally she's like, dude, let's start something. Let's like work hard. Let's be successful. Like, let's make it. Like, those are the friends I love to have around me. Um, so I think that's the number one priority. Amazing. Number two. I really do. It's so cheesy, but like I never thought I'd be the one to be able like a lot of people look up to me as inspiration, which I'm just like, I don't deserve that. Like what <laughs> I'm like a nobody. But like a lot of people do think like the way that I Um, have grown myself to be and like the opportunities I've gotten which I've been able to do some cool things is like they're like I'm so inspired by what you do and like the hard work you put into like get these opportunities I don't even feel like I work hard enough to be able to like say that but I think a number two thing would be chase your dreams like if you really if you're in the med school field and like you really love fashion like that's okay. Try to incorporate something on the side that you could also, you know, add that in. Like, I don't know, if you have a passion for something, cooking, whatever that is, start a blog. Like, I don't know, if you want to like share it with people. I'm saying, like, of course, because some people are just like, ah, oh, like I have these recipes I want to share with the world. I'm like. Start something like just do it on the side, right? Um, especially in today's era when it's so easy to you, find there's traction. so many ways to do it, right? Yeah, so I'm like, Yeah, number one, surround yourself with good people, number two, follow your dreams and passion, and like just remember, you can uh, this is like I need to talk to myself about this because yeah. I, like, I had a little breakdown last week, which doesn't happen to me often. It's oh. just, it was just like you know, a lot like the whole parent thing, like a little unsure about my career, and I was right. starting to question myself, it's I'm like, tough. Can I do this? Like, what am I doing? What do I want to be? I don't know, you know, but I'm like, dude, like you can do anything like you put your mind to. So and I really do believe in that. It sounds so like cliché. Everybody says it, but I've been hearing, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, and I'm that's just like, there's like, oh, like they're right. They came from nothing. Like you really, really, if you put the work in. I think I read a book, and it was like, if you put 10,000 10, hours into yeah. something, like you'll be what was it called? Outliers.
0: Yeah, outliers. outliers. Exactly.
1: I don't read much, but
0: <laughs> that was a good book. Sure, sounds like <laughs> yeah. it. Well, it's no, funny, you know. It's like the law of attraction, right? Yeah. It's like you know, yeah. you're you're worried about your career, and you let it like get you down, but then you try to focus on other things. You start watching podcasts yeah. and inspiration mm-hmm. the next week. Well, then you're on a podcast yeah, talking about how you can inspire that's so other people. True. It's that funny is, how life works. This is oh. so
1: exciting. And I always oh. wanted to share stuff, but like I've never had the, the opportunity to do so. So I'm right. thankful for this. But that also reminds me of something my very close friend told me last week, right when I was very sad and like low key crying. Oh, sorry. It's okay. But you know, I don't cry often. So maybe I needed it, needed to come yeah, out. Yeah, I had to get it. I was it like out. crying about something like just like what I'm doing, like blah, blah, blah. Am I going to make it? And then the first thing I did was like, I have, like, four or five best friends. And so, like, I Snapchatted them being, like, blah, 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 like, what I'm going through. And then they all started, like, giving me that, like, you know, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. Encouragement. Right. But then this one friend told me, my best friend told me, you know what, actually doing that, you should try and stop doing that because receiving that instant gratification from these people just reassures Mm. yourself, and then you pick yourself back up. Rather, next time you're down, don't go to people, like, literally – it's okay if you dwell on that sadness, you pick yourself back up because that is how you're going to like get to the next level. Like you going, I mean, of course having friends encouragement, me, but like literally Snapchat and be like, Oh, I'm crying, blah, blah, blah. And then receiving that instant gratification. Boom. You're like, it didn't do anything. Like now I'm just happy again. Right. But rather than like doing that, if you just try and like settle on it, I think I saw a quote on this too, or something. It's like, just like dwell on that and literally do something about it. Do something about it. Hustle, whether that's writing down ideas or, i don't know maybe doing something that makes you happy right. but like being Use in th- action to get yes, out yes because being in the low times and then like taking action do, that might just bring you that might just make the most i don't know that might spark an idea in your head and that'll bring you somewhere rather than receiving that instant gratification and be like oh yeah i forgot my friends just told me i'm amazing i right. like i should have known
0: i think that's one of the most interesting things i see about female friendships <laughs> like girls like when they're close a species they just They are so supportive of each other, which I think is an amazing thing to have. But sometimes it can be problematic because sometimes when you see a girl who is fucking up and then their girls like, hey, am I fucking up? It's like, no, you're great. You're amazing. And it's like, no, you're kind of not doing the right thing. And I can, you know, guys, I think, do a really good job of holding each other accountable. But guys also do a very bad job of opening up to one another. So it's like it's very rare as a guy that you get to the point where you're like, hey, guys, I'm going through something. I'm having a bad day. Because we're kind of conditioned to not do that. Yeah. But if you do, you know, your guy friends will do a really good job being like, Hey man, here's the real. Yeah. Either like you're doing well, this is great, you need to see that. Mm-hmm. Or you're not doing well, you need to switch it up. Either way it's very beneficial. Yeah. Women I think have the opposite effect. And I think that's oh, why yeah. it's so important to have male and female friendships yeah. in ways that many people don't yeah you know it's so funny guys are so bad at opening up to each other but they're pretty good at opening up to women
1: <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> oh yeah i've had guy friends they're no problem i'm like why don't you do this with your friends
0: well because they, cause they but can i it know work that i way. know
1: but i think another thing with that the whole like i think it also stems upon like who you're friends with right exactly because you can have all the friends but like the only the real ones will like call you out on your bullshit, you yeah. know, like you need those.
0: Those are the ones you got to keep the closest. That's to. why
1: when you ask me the question, going back to that, like, what are the most important things in your life? I really do think who you surround yourself with is so important. Like yeah. that will bring you to places like one day when you're a successful, you'll literally be able to say like, yeah, like this one friend of mine, like she was there for me when I thought I wasn't going to be able to do anything. And like she believed in me and like, look, now I'm here. I mean, her words of encouragement helped me get here. You know,
0: like yeah, that you know, one of the the simplest rules in life is that you're um, you're basically the sum of your five closest friends. Yeah, you know, and one of the oh, best yeah, of one of the best quotes. It's a Juicy J quote from this very obscure song where he says, "You ain't rich if you still got broke friends." Hey. <laughs> it's the idea that you know if you're succeeding and you care about these people and you're letting them like fail in life, yeah. then like you're being selfish and you mm. need to find a way to like really you know, benefit them as much as you're benefiting yourself because yeah. you wouldn't be there without them. Yeah. Because it's their support and encouragement that literally. helps you get there in life. And no, I literally. think, you know, a little street philosophy for you. Yeah. I, I love think it. it's a I very it. cool way of of thinking about life. Um, last thing I want to touch on you you've yes. been great. What is your number one goal in life? Like ten years from today, what do you want your life to be like?
1: Ooh. Man, I feel like I'm still so young and I'm still trying to like develop ideas of like what it is you, can you know switch
0: it if you had to guess hmm don't focus all so much on the career what are yeah. the things you
1: know you want out yeah of life? all i really know in 10 years especially knowing that i'll be like 33 yeah i all i do know is obviously i want career-wise like obviously i want to be successful right sure. but whatever it is like whatever money i have with that i want to be able to like make some sort of change in a like in the world whatever like love that like whether it's like being, you know, my parents being Christian, me also growing up in a Christian household and having a faith, like I don't know, there's a, a big part of it is like um doing mission trips to different places, right? Oh, that's awesome. So like literally even if it's like going somewhere, you could even be in America, that's fine. Like helping people um being able to or or okay, so that's like the nice side of it, right? Sure. Like I don't know, the Picture-perfect side where people, everyone wants to do something nice. Okay, that's good. I really respect it, and I want to do it as well. But another idea could be, like, whatever successes I get, or say I create – this is, like, a random idea, okay? I'm just saying. Um, Being able to create something, like, say it's an app, for example, that will – improve, like, the lifestyles or, like, efficiency of people's lives. Does that make sense? So, like, whatever it is I do, I'm not going to build an... Oh, I mean, I should never say never. Yeah. But whatever it is I do, I want it to, like, have a positive impact on people's lives where it's, like, oh, my gosh, this is so much more efficient. Or, I mean, even coming, creating a brand. Or, yeah, no, even if it's, like, a clothing brand. Say I come out with that, like, this is so comfy. Like, that still helps people, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, whatever it is, I want it to, like, be beneficial to people and, like, have some sort of positive impact.
0: Oh, yeah. That is amazing Well Last thing before I let you go Since you are single now I gotta Shut make sure up. I gotta oh make no. sure I get
1: you on Hitch I've always been single guys I'm just kidding What?
0: <laughs> I said I gotta get you on Hitch I have a, a White Glove dating service I'm working on What? Yeah I'll tell you about it All after If you're interested in Hitch Link in the description below You can meet amazing people wow. Like the people on this show But <laughs> um, You've promo. been an amazing guest And I'm really happy Any last thing you wanna say Anyone you wanna thank outs?
1: Um Shout out to the closest friends in my life. You know who you are. But shout out to you too. Thank you so much for having me. This is so awesome. I'm glad that you started this amazing podcast.
0: No, you're amazing. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you next week. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Rosé Radio Show. We really appreciate it. If you like what you saw, you can check out any of our other videos right here. And if you want to support us further, you can go on our Patreon, which is linked in the description below, and support us more and get exclusive content and access. Thank you so much.